0: how's it going ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of the Yell in a cell pro wrestling podcast my name is zachary weinberger here with jp at casa before we start anything jp how's it going
1: going great man uh, we had a great week of pro wrestling this week uh raw was yeesh as always but outside of that it was really it was a really really good week of wrestling
0: completely agree and as he just said we have a couple episodes planned for this weekend or monday uh, the one your episode you're watching right now is the predictions podcast for NXT TakeOver in your house. Um, and then our second episode is going to be the week in review. But since, we, you know, kind of busyness in our lives, we're going to get the predictions out of the way first since, you know, tomorrow is the big day. And then we'll get to the weekend review. And I'm, and I'm excited to talk about the weekend review, really more so for Monday Night Raw, the ending, because um, that's obviously been a huge talking point this week. And obviously just talking about Dynamite and SmackDown. Uh, for NXT, though, e- each match we'll talk about, we'll talk about the recap of what's been happening the past couple of weeks. So this is kind of like the weekend review for NXT. So uh, if you're wondering why we don't talk about NXT in the next episode, it's because, you know, we already talked about it here. So um, again, so we were just talking about this beforehand. But there's only five matches on this card uh, at the moment. I don't know if they'll add any more. Um, maybe if there's a pre-show match, we'll give her predictions, you know, on Twitter or whatever. If they add a match, we'll give her quick predictions here. Um, so it's only five, and we're gonna count them. We're gonna see who wins every single time we've had. We've had like a little competition predictions. We've always tied, I think, outside um, of WrestleMania. Oh yeah, because we kind of WrestleMania and stand and deliver, and you didn't pick Roman Reigns to defend, even though you wanted to, and that messed you up. Um, yeah, that's fine. So, and but before again, follow us on Twitter at yell underscore cell. We just reached a hundred followers. That's awesome. Um, thank you guys for that. But again, just keep watching the pods, keep watching, keep listening. If you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, support us there. Leave us reviews. Uh, same thing with YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. So let's get into it. This is an interesting show. I cannot wait for this. I hope they do take over in your house every single year. Uh, I just think, you know, I love when they bring back kind of the old pay-per-views. They did it with Vengeance. Uh, just keep doing that, NXT. Um, one thing I will say, let's talk about this real quick, JP. A little bit of news involving NXT. Um, two news. One, just quick, quick thoughts on uh, the reports that Samoa Joe was in the PC uh, for a little bit. Now, people have been speculating um, maybe he can come back to NXT. Quick thoughts, JP. What do you, What's your thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. Give me Samoa Joe back in NXT every day of the week, whether it be on commentary, whether it be as a manager. Even as a wrestler, you could have Samoa Joe versus Johnny Gargano or Samoa Joe versus Bronson Reed or like Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunne or Adam Cole, anybody on the NXT men's roster. Put Samoa Joe against them and they'll automatically be magic. Samoa Joe versus Walter, off rip, will probably be match of the year, if they decide to do it. But in any capacity, I think Samoa Joe would be a great addition to NXT, just because he can do it all.
0: Completely agree, and I know there's been reports that um, WWE is looking to kind of re-sign the people they have released. Uh, and hopefully we do see more of that. And, and I think that Samoa Joe returning to some capacity in WWE just helps him immensely. And if it's NXT, fine with it. I, I, I feel like that the main event status, and we'll talk about it when it comes to the main event of the show. Uh, we even talking about how it's really not that top heavy with main event talent. Because maybe some are on their way. Some may not be there yet. Samoa Joe, he's automatically in the main title picture. Obviously, you got to build him a little bit more. But I think he's there already. So I'm excited about it. If it, if it does come through. It's great, but we heard the same news about Tia about, yeah, Trinidad, a.k.a. Selena Vega. Nothing really happened from that, so we'll see, but, but it gets me excited. The second news, Triple H did a media call uh, the other day. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because people got really angry, as the IWC likes to do every day, and they said, well, Triple H said that, you know, talking about how his brand is the best, NXT is the best, especially if you're in the women's division, they want to wrestle in NXT. And obviously this, this prompted people like Tony Khan uh, and maybe and Dr. Bert Baker and some other people just kind of lashing out. They didn't lash out as much as the fans did, but, you know. But I wanted to get your thoughts on that. First, I'm going to give my thoughts on that first, and then I'm going to kind of repeat what everybody's been saying, and I have the same thoughts. I think Triple H has the ability to say that his brand is the best, and I would hope that every promoter thinks that their promotion is the best, right? Um, so, but is he lying, though? That's my other question that I want you to answer, JP, is because we know that this women's division on NXT is quite stacked. Um, now, does everybody want to wrestle there? I don't know, but that's just him saying that. I wanted to see, JP, your thoughts on what he said. you have any anger towards it? You're like, you know, who cares? You know, He's just a promoter. What do you think?
1: I mean, there's no reason to be mad at any of this. It's like, why, why would he go into a media call or a press conference and then say, yeah, our women's division sucks. Like, we don't want anybody here because we think we do them terribly. Like, yeah, we just are the worst. Why, why would he go and say that? Of course he's gonna say that their division, their promotion is the best. People should wanna be where the best is. Everybody should be saying that. I don't see a problem with it. And I don't see a problem with people Like Britt Baker or Tony Khan saying, no, I think we have the best. But that's your opinion. It's fine. It's wrestling. He didn't say that. He didn't say Britt Baker absolutely sucked. He didn't mention anybody out of their name. He didn't say any profanities. It doesn't matter. We all just need to step outside for a little bit, take a deep breath, and then log back into Twitter. Because I don't think it's that deep.
0: It, yeah, again, I, I, don't, I really don't think it is either. But obviously, as the IWC does, they like to, yeah, they like, they like to talk.
1: Kind so, of like QT Marshall.
0: Like QT Marshall, oh, man. I, well, and we'll talk about obviously, the weekend, <laughs> too. But the thought of uh, Brock Anderson's outfit still uh, gives me nightmares to this day. Um, again, I put this on Twitter. I don't know what the kid's name is. It's that meme where it's, it's, the, it's the white the You had people. to do it to him. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. You had to I do it to him. That man. is what it is. Okay. There we go. I just now um, my life is more complete now. <laughs> Moving on. Uh let's actually get to in your house this time around. Um, and just starting off with the, again, only five matches. We'll talk about it. And like again, if there's any pre-show matches, we'll put it on Twitter. Uh Zaya Lee versus Mercedes Martinez is the first match we'll talk about. And uh for what's been happening the past couple of weeks, really, is Zaya Lee and Tian Shaw have really made their mark literally and figuratively on Mercedes Martinez. Um, and they've just been kind of eyeing each other, especially, the, the, you know, the past couple weeks. Um, so we're going to get this at NXT. Um, and I, I guess I'll start here and I'll just say I, I think that Xia Lee should win this one. I feel like Xia Lee. Li, it's been kind of a, a stop and start push for Xia Lee. You know, it seems like when she really got into that whole thing with Tian Shaw and Boa, when they really started to become that, these new kind of characters or whatever, uh, we saw a huge push. And then after Casey Kenzer and Kaden Carter, that was all done. We had, we really didn't see her for the next couple weeks. And then we're back, and now we're here again. So I think if they want to keep this going, I think Zaya Lee's ceiling is very high. I think you got to put over Mercedes Martinez here. I feel like that's the test for everybody if they want to get a push, is to get to be Mercedes Martinez. Um, and it seems like it's going to happen again with, with Zaya Lee. And we might see some Tian Shaw action here as well. So I'm going to say Zaya Lee's going to win this one. I'm going to say she also. Uh, I want her to win that as well. And excuse me before I go to you, JP. Again, the way we do this, who do we want to win? Who do we think is going to win? Um, and I have Zayla Lee for both. JP, what do you think?
1: Um, I think and want Zayla Lee to win. I think there's, I don't think there's much of a reason for Mercedes Martinez to pick up the W here, mainly because she was in a title match, literally like last a few weeks ago against Raquel Gonzalez. I feel like Zayla Lee, Li, as good as she is, and as good as what is being presented to us. She doesn't have a signature W yet. Like she's just been fighting Casey Kenzaro and Caden Carter and your local jobber. This Mercedes Martinez match is probably going to be the biggest one of her career so far. If she has a good showing here, she's automatically going to be put in that uh, title contender spot. I think we're definitely going to see some more of Tian Sha and uh, Boa. I think we're gonna more likely gonna see Boa get involved because Tiansha is a literal dragon. I don't know if she would like burn people to death because she's a dragon, but I do think Xia Lee picks up the victory here and I want her to just to see more of the entire thing, the entire faction gimmick. I don't know what to call it, the group. I want to see the group more on NXT.
0: Same here as well. So we'll see if that that happens. And again, I feel like I would say out of every match here, this is probably the easiest to call, um, in my opinion. So moving on to the second one, a match that I am probably, I'm really hyped about, probably my second most hyped match of the card, um, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes in a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. Um, so what's been happening the past couple of weeks here is we've been seeing, obviously, Teddy Biasi do the whole thing with Cameron Grimes. We finally saw them face off and saying that he's looking someone to carry on the million-dollar legacy. And before Cameron Grimes could say anything, obviously, LA Knight thinks that he would be a good opportunist in there. We've been seeing kind of them one-upping each other, trying to appeal to Teddy DiBiase. Last week, we saw them having their, like, lifestyles and stuff like that. It was really awesome vignettes there. And then uh, Teddy DiBiase had an announcement. They said that their match at In Your House for the million-dollar legacy – will be in a ladder match, and Cameron Grimes really cut this awesome promo, talked about how he's going to win, why he should carry the legacy, whatever, and he's on the ladder, and he asks, well, you know, Ted, I, I'm climbing up, but what am I climbing up for? So, Ted DiBiase says, well, it's for this, and he brings out security men, like the Brinks trucks, you know, bringing them out there for the million-dollar championship, and that's what the match is for. I think this whole setup has been great, and I think it's honestly the two best guys in the match, honestly. Yes. Now, besides Cameron Grimes, I think the LA Knight, I mean, we know how he is on the mic. I feel like his in-ring work is good enough. In fact, maybe it's been improved, I feel like, every week in NXT. Um, But I feel like he has the attitude for that, too, so I think it's great. And the way they kind of, like, transitioned Grimes to be a babyface was really smooth because it seems like no one wants to boo the guy, you know, so I think it's great there. Um, So, JP, I'll start with you first. Uh, First of all, if you want to talk about your excitement of the match, go for it. And who's going to win? Who do you want to win?
1: All right, so this might be a little slanderous. This might be a little bit of a hot take. This is the most exciting match that I'm here for in your house. Just from watching last week's NXT, watching the interactions with Cameron Grimes, LA Knight, Ted DiBiase, I was laughing. I was feeling pumped up. The Million Dollar Championship looks great. And I'm excited for this match, mainly because we're going to get to see Cameron Grimes wrestle. And for people who, like, kind of forgot, Cameron Grimes can wrestle. Like he's really good in the ring. Um, I I think this is a perfect foil for Cameron Grimes in L.A. Knight, because he's kind of the posh kind of. He's not the Beverly Hillbillies rich person. He's more of the your quintessential '80s heel rich guy. Cameron Grimes is more like I said Beverly Hillbillies, uh, kind of rich person. The latter match is gonna be awesome. Ultimately, I think and want Cameron Grimes to win this title. I think they're going to use it a lot like, so um, the most comp, the, the easy comp in wrestling is the FTW title. Brian Cage has in AEW. I think it's also going to kind of be like the BMF title that Jorge Masvidal has in, in the UFC, where it's not going to be like defended often, but it's kind of just like a name title. You know, you get to hold it around with you. He um, can do like special open challenges for the million dollar title. There's just so much you can do here. And I think getting the million-dollar man kind of blessing from it, it's going to boost Cameron Grimes' stock even more. I feel like L.A. Knight is so good of a talker where he doesn't necessarily need to win a title right away. Yeah. So I'm choosing Cameron Grimes. Push to the moon, as he says. Going all the way to the moon with this.
0: <laughs> um, no, I completely agree. I definitely, want, I definitely think he's going to win. Uh, as much as I really do like LA Knight, to be honest with you, um, I don't, I'm not sure if you saw this comparison that, before I get to my uh, further description, Mark Henry um, was talking about LA Knight. This is before he kind of went to AEW. He was comparing LA Knight to The Rock, and not because of like what of his superstar stardom and stuff like that, but more of so his mannerisms and the way he talks. And ever since Mark Henry said that, and I've been watching LA Knight, it's actually very, he's right. Uh, the, way he, the way he moves, the mannerisms, the stuff like that, he's really kind of – I don't want to say, like, he's plagiarizing The Rock. I think he's definitely causing some inspiration. Um, and, listen, I, I, I forgot – I think this might have been Seahawk on Twitter who said this, and I completely agree. If this guy was in the 90s, he'd be the biggest thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, he, like, he has that swagger that really fits that time, and I still think he can be one now. Um, but I think that just because he's more newer into NXT and they, and they really want Cameron Grounds to be this big deal – I think he has to win the million-dollar title uh, here, and I think it's going to be great. And like you said, I've been I said this every week, every time he has a match on NXT, you always forget because he's so funny. He's so good. Uh, you forget the guy is so good in the ring, and I think we're going to see it. I think we're seeing to see some good best out of both guys. I think L.A. Knight can take a loss here because he's so newer. So I think Cameron Ryan's for the win. Here. Honestly,
1: what the- they could do is L.A. Knight could be main roster. Like, he's, he's built for the main roster right now in terms of promo ability to where he doesn't necessarily need a title win in NXT because he's that good on the mic. I agree with saying, like, he's, he's a very 90s guy in terms of promo, marketability. I don't think the wrestling equals up to the promo and the aura, kind of, but he'd be a perfect fit. On Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, because that's what people want. That's what they're marketing towards. They want people to talk on Raw and SmackDown. I think LA Knight would be perfect for that. I just, that's, I guess that's much more of a reason for Cameron Grimes to win because I don't think LA Knight necessarily needs it right now. I think Cameron Grimes needs a win because his whole entire NXT career, he hasn't gotten that win, even going back to the uh, newcomer tournament where he lost to uh, ACH. He need, he needs a big win.
0: Completely agree there. Um, and just kind of think about maybe, you know, kind of LA Knight. I think we're going to talk about another person that could be maybe fast-tracked, as they say, to the main roster. You can definitely see that for LA Knight. Um, so moving on to the uh, six-man tag team match, winner, take all, winner takes it all. It's going to be Bronson Reed, the new uh, NXT North American Championship, and MSK, the tag team t- champions. Versus Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde. Um, now, the way that, again, they've been at each other's throats, especially Bronson Reed and, and, and Escobar, they've been going for the North American title. And obviously, we've seen MSK and Legado kind of go at it. Um, and now it's winner-take-all. Uh, I'm always, I don't know, I'm always kind of on the fence with these winner-take-it-all, especially when a singles title is involved because it's in a tag team match. And, like, that's kind of weird. Um, I don't mind it here. I think this could be a really fun one. Um, I'm gonna go with a safe choice here, and I'm I'm gonna say that Bronson Reed and uh, MS Colossal, as as they're like to be called, I think they're gonna win it here and defend it. Um, just because again, mostly because of Bronson Reed, you know. Um, but also I could, you know, again, Bronson Reed technically does not need to be pinned you know, to lose his North American title. So that could be coming in play too. But I don't I just don't see MSK or Bronson really taking a pinfall here. Um, so that's just kind of my main thing. I think, again, I think Santos Escobar is going to get his time. I feel like it's, he's going to get his glory when it's a one-on-one match and not when it's like just a six-man tag match where he's going to rely on Legato. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to say that I, I picked them to win. I also want them to win. JP, are you – going to be the contrarian here are you going to pick legato or do you think that the champions will retain all
1: right so everybody who's listening knows how much i love legato del fantasma for my money they are quite possibly the best faction not only in nxt but in wwe right now i'm going to say ms colossal gets the win here mainly because it's a winner take all match if it was just for a the tag title or for the north american title I might have gone with any member of Legado, but because it's winner take all, I feel like Bronson Reed just got this title, so it's a little too early for him to lose it. You know, I don't think he's even had it for like over a month yet. So, the match itself is going to be absolutely bonkers, but I feel like there's more opportunities here with Bronson Reed as the champion, and of course, like you said, Santos Escobar, Legado—they're going to have their time to shine with titles. Sooner rather than later. I just don't think it's going to be now, mainly because again, winner take all. I don't think you have your recently winning babyface picking up that win, uh losing the titles there.
0: Completely agree there as well. Um again, should be a fun match, you know. Um we will definitely see a lot of talent is in the ring there as well. Uh we move on to the final two matches. And again, there's only five matches on the card. And we get to the main two titles on the women's side of the men's side. Ladies first, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. And, and I, I will say this about the main title picture in the men's side as well. I feel like that the build for these two matches have been not great. Um, and for this one, the way that this, this started was just Ember Moon kind of calling out Raquel Gonzalez after that triple threat match. For, for the normal contendership that ended in a no contest, even though it's no DQ because of Adam Cole. Um, and then you just see Amber Moon kind of storming to the ring. I'm calling out Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez comes out. They fight. Officials separate them. That's the start of their feud. Um, I feel like it's been kind of weird. Um, it's been, it hasn't been great build at all. But I feel like, you know, I, I feel like we've been saying this a lot in WWE. Where the buildup hasn't been great, but man, I think that this match is gonna smack, you know. Um, so because again, not just because everyone's great, I think it's that's another kind of building block for Raquel Gonzalez to be a part of. Uh, and yes, by the way, we did see when Raquel Gonzalez said that people put her in the same light as Eddie Guerrero, and um, I saw that, and then I and then I saw a tweet that says, I don't know about Eddie Guerrero, but you people have been putting you in the same block as Donald Trump, and I laughed really. Oh, l- no. Um, <laughs> That was that was great to see. Um whatever the case may be, I don't know. But um this should be a good one. And JP since um predict, predict on the last one, you go for this one. Who do you think is gonna win? Who do you think who do you want to win? Uh if you have any thoughts on the match, it's your excitement for the match and maybe the build up, uh go for it as well.
1: So this build up has been kind of simple. I guess I'd say it's not as complex or as deep as you know we've become accustomed to with NXT, but I feel like it's kind of worked, I guess, with constantly picking up wins over Dakota Kai. Um, I feel like this is pretty easy to predict. I think and want Raquel Gonzalez to win. I just don't see a reason for her to lose the title yet. Um, I don't think we've been given enough of a reason to think Raquel Gonzalez is going to lose, unless Dakota Kai like screws her out of the title. That's the only way I see her losing to Ember Moon here I don't think Dakota Kai does that now. Um, I just think, I think Ember Moon is in a good lane right now with Shotzi Blackheart. Well, she's injured right now, but as women's tag champions or fighting for those titles, although Shotzi Blackheart will probably get a title or a women's title match soon enough. I just don't think she's going to take the title off of Cummins Oz. I think it's too early, again, into this title reign. So... I think and want Raquel Gonzalez to also win. It will probably be one of the best matches of the night.
0: completely agree when it comes to the prediction. I, I just don't see a reason for Gonzalez to kind of get off the title. I feel like they put Ember Moon in this situation just because Shotzi Blackheart is injured, and they really maybe didn't know where to put Ember Moon, so they just put him in the main title picture. I can't really complain. I just wish the build was a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I don't see a reason for Moon to be uh, NXT champion women's champion once again. I think we still see the dominance of Raquel Gonzalez, and once again, I think it's going to be a great one. Um, and again, I want her to win. I think she's going to win. Uh, nothing to be said. Again, it. it's one of the easier matches to predict near. So we get to the main event, and before we go to the main event, we have agreed on everything here. So I was trying to think of a way. Okay, how can we? How can there be like that that deal breaker? That one thing that's going to set it apart? And I have an idea. I want you to see if you. Uh, yeah agree with these rules. So this is a fatal five-way match. Karrion Cross is defending his NXT title. gets Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole. And before I talk about the rules, a little bit about the buildup. Um, once again, I feel like this buildup has been weird at best um, because once again, they set up this triple threat match. Uh, and then obviously Adam Cole interrupt interferes in it. Even though it's an OGQ match, he interferes. The match is stopped. Um, with a couple steel chair shots or whatever um and then adam cole has an amazing promo with carrying cross an amazing promo and carrying cross does greatest thing as well just kind of saying you know how they're making carrying cross feel so special in the way that he feels special is when they ring the damn bell that was great stuff man obviously adam cole's great
1: oh did you see at the uh press conference today uh camera grimes said carrying is. It looks like Across Cross's jacket was gotten from a thrift shop, and I'm just like, dang, Kerry across I saw when hard up this entire time he's been champion.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of highlights from that press conference actually, where it's like we see Kyler Riley saying, "Before I say what I need to say, um, Cameron Grimes is a great thing for this business and to NXT." And you see Cameron Grimes next to him, like slide him a 100 dollar bill and he just puts in his pocket, or whatever. <laughs> great stuff. And by the way, Gargano's saying that after. Adam Cole is done by, by Sunday. It's good that he knows a dentist. Awesome stuff, DMD. So, when we get to this, so, so back to the build-up real quick, um, they called him out. William Regal gets in the ring. He says, I know what you're trying to do, Adam. I know what you're trying to do, which, by the way, they need to do Adam Cole versus William Regal one day. Um, but, he says, I know what you're trying to do, Adam, whatever, and then Riegel, and then Cross says, Regal, shut up. I want all of them. I want all of them at once, A Fatal Flyway match, which still blows my mind that they're actually doing a Fatal Flyway match. I don't remember the last time they did a Fatal Flyway match. Gotta be real. I know they did six. I know they did six-way matches, but five? A little interesting. So, the build-up has been weird. And and last week, we kind of saw everybody kind of get their spotlight, their spotlight on the mic, and they did all their things and whatever. It led up to a big brawl at the end to end the show. Who stands tall at the end? It's Adam Cole and the Go Home Show. So on this five-way match... This is what we're gonna do, JP, to see if who wins it. Because it seems like, you know, we I don't know if we'll have the same person winning. I don't know. But the way we'll do it is is that not only do we have to pick who wins, but who they pin. Okay. Okay. I got
1: I feel it. I feel you.
0: So this would this would work better if we have the same person in mind of who's gonna win maybe. I don't know. And then who they're gonna pin. So we'll do that. And since I'm starting first, listen, I, I was, we, we, we were talking just a couple minutes ago about fast tracking of a, of a, of a wrestler to the main roster. I think Karrion Cross is inevitably going to go to the main roster. And Adam Cole pretty much said it himself during that promo we were just talking about. He has the look. He has the body. He has the girl. He has the entrance. He has the gimmick. He has everything. I think, you know, he's a Vince man type of guy. Um, so will that happen now? Usually when they have a triple threat match, usually when they have a four-way, a five-way match or whatever, usually this is the opportunity for the champion or for one singular person to not get pinned but still look strong. This could be that opportunity. However, since um, I, I don't think it's going to happen just yet, even though I, I'm kind of double-guessing myself at the moment, I'm going to say that Karrion Cross says retain it here. Now, who does he pin? I look at everybody. I look at um, – maybe I shouldn't say, well, here's the thing. I want to hear what you think first. And then I don't want to kind of give it away, you know, just in case. So and, so don't say either. Say who you think is going to win. So I think Karrion Cross is going to win. Who do I want to win? You know, I guess I want Adam Cole to win because I think him with the title would be great to see. Um, but I just think that, you know, again, Karrion Cross. And the, the one concern I have about that is because we talked about how maybe – not top heavy the main event scene in NXT really is and he's in a white battle of five or excuse me all four of the, of the main event guys. Um I don't know. So I'm gonna say carrion cross retains it here in and, and what I think will be an awesome match by the way. Five way I think it'd be great. And I'll say who gets, gets pinned JP, who do you think is gonna win this fatal five way match?
1: So let me get this out the way first. I think Carrion Cross is going to be on Monday Night Raw before SummerSlam. I think he is gone. I think he is gone as soon as the bell, the one, two, three is out for this match, honestly. Um, just from the comments, uh, Kerry Cross said he doesn't expect to be here for long. Adam Cole saying he has a look for everything and everything. I think he's out of there. I think with the lack of superstar depth and the main roster and Kerry Cross being as superstar potential as he is, I think he's out of there. Who do I think is going to win? I'm going to go with the underdogs here. I'm gonna go Kyle O'Reilly. I think Kyle O'Reilly picks up the victory. Um, I feel like this is the perfect time for Kyle O'Reilly to get the win because he doesn't have to be involved with Adam Cole to get the pin. He doesn't have to pin Adam Cole. He can pin anybody in the match. Now, who I want to win you're probably going to be shocked at this. I kind of want Johnny Gargano to win. I I mean, as much as I've thought like Johnny Gargano kind of messed up the North American title division by winning all the matches against everybody. I love what the way has done so far as a faction and Johnny Gargano's NXT champion would make it even funnier but you'd also still get those classic matches you could run back Kushida versus Johnny Gargano you can have Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano again you go Johnny Gargano Pete uh Pete Dunn you can go Kyle O'Reilly there's so many avenues where you can go here with Johnny Gargano that I kind of want him to win just to see the way promos with him as champion but ultimately I think this is Kyle O'Reilly's moment I think this is it's got to be it it's got to be here for him because otherwise all those matches with Finn Balor for the title and getting the win at war games and then beating Adam Cole would have been for not, you know, all that buildup, it feels like he's the number one contender. He's the rightful next guy to challenge carry across. I feel like he's the one that's going to pick up the win.
0: So, As you can see, if you if you anybody paid attention to when he was talking to me, I was vastly double thinking my scenario because you made it because you honestly almost pretty much convinced me, and I was just saying how they could fast track Carrie Cross and listen, it could be soon. I feel like, I feel like the fatal five way match is on purpose, right?
1: I do too. I feel like this is the perfect like. It would be weird, and it would be bad booking for Carrie Cross to beat. All the top contenders for the title in one match like I kind of understood it with Wrestlemania with Roman because it was only two people and they have people coming up next outside of these four people who could you logistically see as the next contender for the NXT championship Dexter Loomis or whoever wins the
0: million dollar ladder match okay so see so here's what I'm gonna do I'm going to pull a JP here <laughs> on WrestleMania and I am going to, I think I'm going to change my, my, my prediction and this could end how WrestleMania did. Okay. Cause, here, Cause here's what I was thinking as well. I was thinking besides Karrion Cross, who can really, who can win this match to me? Pete Dunn has no shot as much as I love Pete Dunn. He has gone, I would say I arguably out of every, out of all the five guys here, he has gotten the worst odds just because he has not no buildup. He only got a couple lines of a mic. That it's been that's been it. Um, Gargano, to me, it's the same. I feel like if he wins it, it'd be random. Um Kyle O'Reilly, you know, is was my second option. Adam Cole, the reason why is because he ended, he kind of got the last laugh before the match, right? And I think, you know. But again, I, I think about like what you said, I saw that today before we 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 were filming this of Caring Cross saying he's not going to be here that much longer, and then Adam Cole saying that he has a lot more to prove here. So, okay, I'm just going to do it. F it. I'm going to pick Kyle O'Reilly to win. Okay. <laughs> um, and they see that here's the thing though. I'm I'm kind of flip-flopping between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. I'm going to I'm going to go Kyle O'Reilly here. Okay. I'm going to go Kyle O'Reilly here. Now, I was going to say, because we had different options, I was going to say, screw whoever gets pinned, but now since I think we're going to have the same sort of thing, now we got to pick who gets pinned here, JP. And on, on his code, whoever I say is going to get pinned, if you have the same feelings, I'm going to trust that, you know, has the same feelings, vice versa, whatever. I mean, who cares? Out of all the guys get pinned, I think it's going to be Gargano getting pinned here. so I feel... Like even though Dunn has had the the worst, and by the way, I, I, I kind of secretly want Gargano to win. I've been talking about how much I love the way, but I think that out of all the guys, I think Dunn, even though he has gotten the worst out of the five in development, I still think that they're building him up for a title run, you know, down the line, because I think he's due for that. Cole because he's Adam Cole, Karen Cross because they want to make him strong. Um and then we we get to you know Gargano who I think has you know has been taking some losses. So so that's why I think it's gonna get pinned. JP, because you changed my mind, you know, and stuff like that. Um, who do you think is going to get pinned? Who do you think Kyler O'Reilly is going to pin to win the NXT championship?
1: The same person that I want to win the whole thing. i th- I think Johnny Gargano gets pinned here mainly like you said because it feels like Johnny and Pete Dunne were kind of thrown into this match
0: Mm -hmm.
1: kind of unexpectedly with the triple threat ending the way it did I kind of feel like Gargano or Pete Dunne is going to get pinned here and for some reason I feel like it's going to be Gargano mainly because Gargano can shake it off with like a couple of promos or he can go and try and gun for the tag titles with Austin Theory or he could do something else, a non title thing with someone. I feel like Pete Dunne, Pete Dunn needs to not be involved in this, in the pending predicament here, unless he's winning because there's not much heat he can get to build himself back up. You know, is he still a part of that faction with only Lorcan and Danny Birch and Pat McAfee? I don't even know if Pat McAfee even recognizes that faction anymore. It's just he needs the stuff in the ring more than Johnny Gargano does. And ultimately, I kind of think, kind of hope, we see Walter versus Pete done again on NXT television or on the NXT pay per view.
0: You know, it's, it's funny you said that. I, I'm, I think this is the first time I'm saying I, I ju- I'm, re- I'm watching right now NXT take over New York in 2019 right now and the last match I watched was was Walter versus Pete Dunne and oh my god um but see I agree so here's the thing now though we all have the same decisions now you know because you made me change my mind and we both know who's gonna get pinned here so I'm trying to think of a way which by the way I the reason why I'm now I'm double thinking the Kyle O'Reilly decision is because how can an NXT champion have that terrible theme song man that's a bad. Yeah. thing. <laughs> you know, so again, maybe he wins it and then he comes out in a different theme. But the one thing I would do want to say, by the way, on the, on the Kyler Riley decision, and it's kind of echoing what you've been saying. It's like you know, we see him, we saw him lose to Finn Balor twice. We saw him. Uh, like he's he still he was still wins the matches. He he got the final blow in that War Games match. Um, they've been building him up for something, and I don't think it's just to to keep losing. Um. And and again, I feel like you know once he wins, we're going to see another match between him and Adam Cole, but this time for the title. And I think we'll all be excited for that. And I think you know we we know that that match at Stand and Deliver was not going to be the only time we see it.
1: I will say, I would not be surprised if Adam Cole wins the title. I I wouldn't, because so so go for it. Go ahead. He's so good on the microphone where he's going to bring the, he's going to up the legitimacy of the NXT title. I feel like with Karrion Cross as champion, I don't think you've gotten the same good promos or good matches, honestly, as you, as you would get with Adam Cole as champion. They've all been kind of the same a little bit. The promos haven't really been as hard hitting. Look, he's, Karrion Kross been getting barred up in every promo, just getting barred up. I feel like he's, he needs, Adam Cole's right. Like he needs all that other stuff to be like this huge, super mega star where Adam Cole, you give him a microphone or you put him in a ring, he's gonna do what Adam Cole normally does. I wouldn't be surprised if ratings wise, like Adam Cole is good ratings. Like, you know how people say like the best for business, the Triple H thing. Adam Cole is best for business in terms of getting people to come to the brand. And again, you know, with all the beef between him and William Regal, I can't believe I'm doing this in 2021. We could see William Regal <laughs> fighting Adam Cole for the NXT title. I I honestly think William Regal Real isn't going to do that, but... You know who has been appearing on NXT a lot more often now? Triple H. He still he still can go part-time, maybe one match, Adam Cole versus
0: Triple H. I mean I can't I won't lie and say I don't want to see it, but I mean it's promos
1: yeah. would be fantastic.
0: Oh yeah. Well here's the thing, JP. Um we all have the same predictions. Each by each, I'm almost willing to make a difference instead of Adam Close to win the title. But I don't, I don't want to lose, you know. So oh, here's what, here's what we can do. Here's what I'll do. Um here's the thing, I'm not, like, genuinely, not even because we have all the same predictions. I'm genuinely double thinking this decision of who's going to win the next title. Course. It's just this has been, and maybe I'm glad that I'm doing that because I, there's a, a, a lot of realistic things that can happen in this match. And I think that's great. What were you we gonna say? I was gonna say what we
1: can do is we can try and predict which match will have the highest Meltzer rating, and we'll see wins off of that.
0: Uh, we we could do that if you want. Um, I guess we I guess we can do that. Um, so what do you think? Um,
1: honestly, I feel like the easy answer is the Fatal Five Way, so I'm not gonna go with that one. I'm gonna go with Bronson Reed and MSK versus Legato as being the highest-rated match by Meltzer, because I feel like fatal five ways can be a, can get maybe sloppy at times because there's so many people in the ring, but with a tag right. match, you can negate, you can negotiate who's in the ring at the same at one point in time, and everybody's in the ring, everybody in, the, in that ring in that match to be awesome. So I'm gonna go with them as the highest star rating. I don't feel comfortable about it, but we're going to go with it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, depending on the matches we choose, I think that whoever gets the highest star rating between us two, like it doesn't have to be like, we both just can't lose, you know? So whoever gets the highest star rating between the two. So I, I, I might just honestly go the safe, the safe decision. Like, you know, I, I don't think Xia Lee and Mercedes Martinez would be highest rated. I think it'll be good. Um, I, I think that I, I want to choose the latter match, but that's just my own excitement. So I don't think that will do it. Um. Ember, Moon, and Raquel Gonzalez is honestly one I think could possibly get a good rating there. So maybe I'll just do that. See, now there's been a lot of thinking on the fly for me to <laughs> say. Okay? Um, I'm going to go, screw it. I'm going to go Ember, Moon, Raquel Gonzalez as being the higher. I'm going to say that, again, depending on what you said, I'm going to say that it's going to be higher rated than what the six-man tag match will mean. Uh, even though I won't be surprised if the five-way is, but sometimes it can be a little sloppy, so that's what it is. So there you have it, man. A lot of drama this episode. Um, and watch on Twitter on Twitter an hour before the show. I'm gonna say I want to switch. I want to switch. Um, I, I think that at the moment we can't switch. After the recording's done, boom, we're locked in with these decisions. Any last minute changes, JP, to anything on the card? You, know, you still think Kyler Riley's gonna win? You gonna pick Adam Cole maybe? It, st- who's he gonna pin? What do you think? I still
1: think Kyler Riley's gonna win, but now in my head I'm kind of thinking, what if? I'm thinking, kind of, what if Roger Strong comes back to help one of the Undisputed Era members win? I think he would possibly lean more towards Adam Cole. It just feels weird. We haven't seen him in a long time. It would be a perfect opportunity for both Adam Cole and Roger Strong. To get a huge amount of heat by basically screwing Kyle O'Reilly out of that match.
0: Maybe, maybe. Um, here's the thing: I, I've actually convinced myself that Karen Cross will not win this title yeah, on I, Sunday. I think he
1: like got um, more odds.
0: Yes, and, and the reason why I say that is because I think that, again, because I think that Derby is very high on him. I think they just want to get his title reign done with and possibly just to go get him up there. Um, but now I'm still thinking again, I think Adam Cole got the last laugh. I'm going to stick with Kyler Riley. I'm going to stick with it. And again, th- what the, the tiebreaker will be is which, which, which you know, and maybe, you know, Melzer doesn't like women, so maybe I, I shouldn't choose a women's match. Um, but, um, Screw it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. Um, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, Mr. Meltzer, if you're, if, you're, if you're watching this, come on the pod. Um, but yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. The, the tiebreaker, whoever wins this, <laughs> will be which out of the two matches will get the highest star rating from Dave Meltzer. Will it be the six-man attack match, MS Colossal versus Legato or Ember Moon or Raquel Gonzalez? JP's still laugh at something. I don't know what he's laughing at. I'm just spitting facts. Um, so that's it. That's going to do it for our, <laughs> our predictions. Fine. JP, anything else to say? No. I don't think he has anything else Okay. I don't think he has anything else to say. I, that's going to do it. Once again, you know, either tomorrow or Monday, we're going to record our, our weekend review. We're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw, this past Monday Night Raw, this past Dynamite, and this past SmackDown give our thoughts on all the shows uh especially since this you know tomorrow is gonna be one week from hell in a cell so so like again we're gonna have our hell in a cell predictions as well um and, I'll, and we'll, we're seeing the card kind of shape up now uh, when it comes to you know, Mysterion reigns flair and ripley whatever we'll, we'll talk about all of those matches so keep, keep on the lookout again Twitter at Yale underscore sell and give us a follow. Send us a DM, add us on Twitter. What do you want to see from us? Same thing in the comment section below if you're watching this on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, turn on that notification bell. Put us in the comments. What do you want to see more from us? Any any rankings you want us to do, top 10 lists, whatever Whatever you want to see from us, we'll do it. Uh, we'll find time. My summer term uh, for, for school is coming to an end. I'll be free. Um, and just kind of going for our personal accounts, you can follow me at Zach Weinberger on Twitter. Zach H W E I N B E R G E R staff writer for the university press. Check them out. You online.com. The Jewish forward. My first article was released this past week, covered a rally against anti-Semitism. I have one coming out this upcoming week. Again, two articles in there. Just check me out. The link is in my Twitter. Uh, I said to be writing stuff for the Jewish forward. Um, and just and just follow me on Twitter. I you know I, I leave letterbox reviews if you're into movies. Follow my letterbox, I'll follow you back. Um for JP's Twitter, it's at Acosta32 underscore JP. What else do you have in store for them? Um well
1: like you, my summer term, my uh undergrad term is coming to end uh soon. I'm the business manager at the Florida Atlantic University Press. I write, do podcasts there. I think I do pretty good work sometimes. Uh, I'm also a writer for SB Nation's Big Cat Country, where I cover the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not a lot going on right now, so it's kind of spotty in between, but I also am a contributor on the Pancake Podcast. You hear us talk about football, offensive line stuff. We talked about shooting ice cream-filled shotguns, Uh, so we have fun on there, but mainly just follow me on Twitter, see what I'm doing. I think I'm kind of popular, so. Just check me out on Twitter, at Acosta32 underscore JP.
0: Awesome. And once again, thank you guys for 100 followers on Twitter. Let's keep it going. Keep up those numbers on, on Anchor, Spotify. Again, just follow us there, support us there. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. That's going to do it for us. Happy NXT TakeOver Eve, since that's what we're recording this. Uh, and excited to watch the show again. Follow us along on Twitter. We're going to be tweeting about the show. Have a good day, guys. See you guys later.